Geek Minds Reassembled. Talking on the outside. Geeking on the inside. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Very tired, but pushing through it, you know how it is. Sorry if you heard all that noise. It's my headphone. Damaris is coming out of her cocoon. (laughs) Just for this episode, just for this episode. Um, so, are you as excited as I am about oh, this? I feel like we're always excited. We only pick things we like. <laughs> no. No. This is a different kind of excited. It's like pure happiness wrapped up in a bow of love. Yeah, no. Okay, well, I'm that excited. <laughs> because this week, well, I guess we should explain the month, right? So, it's February. And we wanted to do a love kind of theme, but not, like, overwhelmingly lovey. (laughs) I don't know. Is that how you would explain it? Yeah, I think we just, you know, you want it. (sighs) So, basically, I wanted to talk about Disney movies and old movies, and then I never really followed up with it. But Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to introduce what the episode is. The live-action version comes out March 17th, and the duet between um, John Legend and Ariana Grande for Tale as Old as Time just dropped today. Did it really? Yeah, it sounds amazing. (laughs) I, um, well, I watched the, like, the... I guess the extended trailer or whatever where you can see everything. And that was my first time watching it today. And that was the first time I heard the song. I didn't realize it was today that it was dropped. But, oh, my God. Scene by scene, at least in the trailer, scene by scene, like. It looks like it's going to be fabulous. No, I was so excited. I literally almost started crying. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Because there's, um. I clearly just remember the one scene from the trailer where it's Emma Watson as Belle, which makes my heart flutter. Um, <sighs> in the snow after they fight off the wolves, and then she, like, hits them. I think it's a tree branch or something that she hits them with. Anyway, Beast comes out, runs to save Belle, and then, like, the wolves kind of, like, destroy him. He's, like, on the ground bleeding and whatnot. And Belle has, like, this very specific scene that it always like got to me when I was little she was like ready to leave she was ready to get on her horse Philippe and then she would just kind of she like looked back at the beast and then she looked forward and just closed her eyes and just did what she knew was right (laughs) and Emma Watson does that exact scene so well in just the trailer I was like oh man you know I've, I feel like the world has finally come around to Emma Watson. Like, I feel like everyone fell in love with her in Harry Potter, but I always was, like, in awe of her. Like, she was just, like, this young girl who played one of my favorite characters from Harry Potter. And I remember just, like, over time she became progressively even cooler. Like, I would follow her. She had a site, mm-hmm. and she would, like, update like give updates and she would draw like she's so artistic and obviously she's very intelligent but she's so artistic and like she would have these drawings and these like really beautiful like like doodles and drawings and I would just always like follow her and I'm just like so glad that she can be such a kick-ass feminist 
and so politically involved and aware, but also be tr- like do things that she feels like are really gonna like she doesn't compromise. Like you know, she's not doing one thing and like saying one thing and doing another. That's guess what I'm trying to say. She's very like straight on. <laughs> and I was like when they announced her as Belle, I was super excited because mm-hmm. Belle's a feminist in her own way. And the fact that they chose someone that I think people already view as someone who, like you just described, like someone that's just strong-willed and just does what she does because it's something she's passionate about and believes in. And she is an advocate for women's rights and all that fun stuff. So for her to play Belle, it just made so much sense. Yeah. And I was just, oh man, I was so excited. Beauty and the Beast is like my favorite movie and I'm just so excited. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So excited. I'll probably be like the only well, no, I might not be the only adult. I don't probably think you will. We're all amongst- excited here. <laughs> yeah. We're all gonna go. I'll probably be one amongst all adults waiting at midnight. Like that's how excited I am about this movie. The story is centers around um a young Belle who is from a small village on the in the countryside of France and she loves reading she always has her heads in uh, in she always has her head in books and unfortunately yeah <laughs> we can basically sing the opening song yeah and she's not she doesn't really conform to what other people want from her or expect from her her father is very quirky and really kind of allows her to be who she is um in the town Gaston who's like the alpha male has his sights set on her and wants to basically marry her against her own will. Just but because she's, like, the prettiest girl. Because, and yeah, very superficial. It's very superficial. <laughs> yeah, basically because of that. Yeah, he totally hates reason. that she reads. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, anyways, so fast forward to her trying to go save her father, who gets lost and ends up in the Beast's home, and... Basically, it's her journey trying to kind of outlive her captivity, but she ends up falling in love with the beast and breaking a spell. Who was he? Was yeah, that's pretty much it. Sorry, (laughs) I'm very cynical about this story, but I love it too. And the beast is pretty much he was a superficial, bratty, rich kid, obviously, he was a prince at one point but um at the beginning of the story they kind of explain why he turns into a beast and he basically turned down this little old lady who just wanted shelter wanted to sell him a rose and he was like uh no you're ugly so please leave so then (laughs) she turns into this beautiful fairy and she's like you know what you're a butthole and turns him into a beast and enchants the whole castle and everybody turns into inanimate objects that are now animated. Yeah, but now they're going to be live action. Um, so, yep. okay, funny story. So that's the synopsis. But you remember when we went to London? Mm-hmm. And we were right by the London Eye. We had just gotten off the London Eye. I think we had just, um, we were on our way to, like, where, like, Parliament was. Mm-hmm. You remember this old lady was just, like, selling, like, these, like, a flower? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't know if I ever... Like, that's money for me for a stupid little rose. 
I know, but I felt like if I didn't buy it, I was going to be turned into a beast. <laughs> well, luckily none of that happened. I know, it's so random, but yeah. But yeah, no, so, this is such a good movie. It's so good. What do you geek out about? Did I not already? <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Um, I... So, okay, I love everything about this movie, and as a child... I don't want to keep repeating myself. I think you guys get the point. As a child, this was one of my favorite movies. It's amongst three of my favorite Disney movies. And this one has a lot of, I think, sentimental value to me because I remember a moment in time when my family was kind of just struggling and, you know, we lived in a place that wasn't the most pleasant place, but it was home and my family was loving and it was just great. But I would always remember my dad would get up super early for work on the weekends and he would put in um, either Aladdin, The Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast for me before he went to work. And he'd make me these like little microwavable breakfasts and it was like the best thing ever for some reason. Um, but I remember that I remember when my parents bought me the movie and I remember us sitting there and watching it and me not knowing what the heck was going on because we didn't speak English at that time. So it was kind of like, I don't know what's happening, but it's so great. And I always remember be our guest. That was like my favorite, favorite, um, musical number, but then fast forward to like now this was, um, a, we went to the musical, my boyfriend and I, he took me for Valentine's day and it was the first musical he's really sat through and I made him watch the movie and he actually really liked the movie. So it's been kind of like a thing for us back. Like we will quote the movie every now and then. And, um, when we went to Disney this past Christmas, we got to see it again. Like a, it was really fast how they did it. Yeah. It was like very short. The one that they do in the park, it's very short. Yeah, it's condensed. Yeah, it was really short. But Gaston was a good-looking guy. I will put that out there. Um, the actor. <laughs> <laughs> the actor who played Gaston. I don't know who it was. It was just a good-looking guy. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this movie, I have, like, an, a sentimental attachment to it, and that's why I love it so much. And Belle was... Unlike most of the princesses, she wasn't really out there to find a guy or to fall in love. She was she was just out there to find someone who understood her. That was really what she wanted. She wanted someone who understood her and accepted her for who she was. And she found that in The Beast. And she learned how to do that herself, too. There was a lot of compromising. There was a lot of love. That wasn't necessarily romantic until it turned romantic. <laughs> yeah, so... What about you? Um, I like that she read. <laughs> I know that, like, that's, like, so stupid, but, like, I... I also like the, I think... One other thing, I really like the meaning behind the... The movie. Like, it's not like, oh, they fell in love at first sight, and it was so easy, and... You know, he saves her. I think it was just more of, like, it had to build. It had to be established. It wasn't, like, like a Cinderella-type, like, very quick and easy, and that's it, and everything's fine and dandy. I like 
how natural it f- they played it out, I guess. Yeah, I like how natural it was. Um, but yeah, I like that she read. Because I remember as a young girl, I always was, like, when I was younger, I was always reading. I read all the time. And I like seeing that someone else was reading, too, even if it was a cartoon. It made me feel, like, normal. Because <laughs> I would rather read than talk to people. Because <laughs> sometimes they weren't interesting. <laughs> I know that's so mean to say, but... Because you said that, there's a scene in the movie where, like, well, it's the best scene ever, but Beast basically introduces her to this ginormous library. Oh, my God, that's, like, my dream. And um, she's, like, trying to read all these books, and then she, well, she's reading to Beast, and then she tells him to read, and it's Romeo and Juliet, and he's like, I I never learned to read. (laughs) It's, like, the cutest ever because Um, she's like teaching him how to read i remember oh man this movie is my life it is it is like the cutest scene ever what being illiterate no the (laughs) fact that i think what i love so much about it is just that they were so different like they are so different but they found this weird common ground and learned how to compromise because he did things his way and she did things her way and they both had to come around to each other. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Belle was completely right and, you know, things had to go her way and it wasn't that Beast was completely right and things had to go his way. It was she had to learn she was wrong and he had to learn he was wrong and they had to figure out how to make that work. And I think that's why their relationship grew because they learned from each other and they came around to it. Basically... If you listen to, what is it? Tale as Old as Time, right? Is that what it's called? The theme song. Yeah. And now since Ariana Grande and John Lennon. John Lennon. I wow. was like, John Lennon? What? John <laughs> Legend have done the duet. You guys can go download it. But that basically tells a synopsis of the entire the story. story. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's love. Love is beauty and it is a beast because it can kill you. Not kill you, but... Completely mangle you? It's it's something so... It's something so beautiful, but it takes work. And a lot of times people struggle because they love each other. And it's just, it is what it is, but that's how you learn to truly love. I think that's what that movie kind of shows. Like, you kind of go through this whole thing just to love. Yeah. Yeah. I have my problems with the movie, though. I'm not going to lie. I know. You're always making fun of me because of Stockholm Syndrome. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, she is forced to be a prisoner, and she's in this circumstance, and she ends up feeling some sort of sympathy for their for her captor. But that's just me being completely cynical, as you know. It's always going to be a part of me. And the fact that the Beast is essentially a more sort of exaggerated version of a, ga- a Gaston who is forced to change. But that's pretty much it. The only reason why she even ends up with him is because he changes. See, I don't think so. I don't think Beast and Gaston are that similar. I think they were both shallow, but... Beast was not evil, 
And Gaston was evil. No, I would agree. Yeah, you're right. You're very right about that. But I do feel like they're... They are very... I guess the best way to say it is they are very... Two very different versions of essentially what... It could have easily been one person. (laughs) I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think they were both, like, entitled. And I don't know if it was kind of, like, maybe, like, a patriarch kind of symbolism. That'd I was going to say chauvinist, well. but okay. But, I mean, it was... Because I feel like um, Gaston was a little more... Chauvinist? Misogynist? Misogynist is a good word. Whereas Beast wasn't really. He was just, like angry and super sad about being a beast and before then he was like a bratty shallow kid so I mean I really think that he is who he is when we meet him in the movie due to the circumstances of where his life is right now like he really thinks he's never going to find love because he thinks he's ugly and he was shallow and he doesn't really open up like he's he has his guard up whereas Gaston expects everyone to fall in love with him because he's the most beautiful thing in the world and everybody should just like bow down to him he's so annoying what would you change this is what I would change in the musical (laughs) it took a while for me to figure that one out but um in the musical there's a song um between Belle and her dad And she basically comes in this little scenes in the movie where she comes to her dad and she's like, Papa, do you think I'm strange? (laughs) And then he basically tells her that she's not strange because she's unique and she's very special. And in the musical, they take that scene and they turn it into a song. And I think it is like the best song between those two characters. So I wish that they could have added that to the cartoon movie like afterwards because I think it was added for the musical but that's the only thing I would change I would just add something to it Mm. Hmm. I don't know if I would change anything about it as much as I have my problems with it I feel like it is what it is Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I would change. I feel like they did it well. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. I love that movie so much. When I turned five, I was Belle. <laughs> That's I my thing. Been. I've never been Belle. No? No. Even though, although when I was 16, my sweet 16 was beginning to be steam, but I never got to wear a really beautiful golden dress. It was sparkly, but it wasn't golden. I want that dress. I Okay, honestly, like, here's what I would change, and it's not about the movie. It's just about the marketing for the movie. Like, little girls who are a little bit bigger need costumes, too. Just saying. <laughs> I think they have, like, now, there's a lot of different variations of the costume. Now, just saying. 
But yeah, and they're expensive because well, you know that the cost. I remember really expensive. my fifth birthday. Um, it was. I was between Jasmine and Belle, and I really wanted to be Belle because I wanted to wear the yellow dress. Oh, my God. I love that yellow dress. The, um, it's, like, gold. I think it's gold. It's not even yellow. It's gold, right? It's, like, a goldish yellow. Mine looked like the one from the cartoon. It was, like, that cartoony. It was like this. And then I also have this dress that's, uh, um... Oh, Jesus Christ. My 1960s version of Belle. <laughs> but it was kind of, like, this color. Yeah. Um, it was on the floor. I'm not really sure why I'm trying to clean. But, um, yeah, so my point was that I was between those two. And I remember going into one of the stores, and they didn't have the beauty dress, and I really wanted it. But they had jasmine. So my mom had me try on a jasmine costume, which is, like, a two-piece, but it had that, like, skin-colored thing in the middle. Oh, yeah. But you see my, like, I had a little round belly. And my mom was like, no, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> I remember I was like, like, cause you could just see my belly. I was like, I don't look like Jasmine. Why isn't it flat? It was terrible. So needless to say, I was Belle and it was awesome. I had like a Mrs. Um, Potts and Chip as my piñatas. The good Mexican little girl that I am. I have those. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That movie is so much fun. Yeah. Oh. I also have the dress you gave me. I gave you a dress? Yeah. You When you cosplayed Silk Spectre, your oh, little yeah. dress. I have that belt. I have two belt dresses. We have to be belt twinsies when cosplay. When I actually get a yellow freaking dress. It's so so anyone, if you guys have a yellow dress, please send us links our way. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in and make sure you go check us out on social media and that you come back next week for more. <laughs> yeah. When she said, come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe next episode you can sing with John Lennon. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, <guys>. bye. <laughs>